This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling! I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The Angle on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon and the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Al Campanis, you don't remember what he said, right? I, 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 I know who Al Campanis is, but no, I do not remember. You don't remember what he said? Where you been, Vince? I don't remember. I don't remember, Stevie. Go ahead. Man, I'm getting tired of you, man. I'm honest with you. Bro, I just told you Doug Williams was from Grambling. That's the easy one. What other white guy you think knows that? Joe, <laughs> I, told you, Joe, I just told you about Joe Gilliam, bro. Now, go okay. ahead. What did Al Campanis say? Tell everybody who Al Campanis was. He ain't nobody to me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Fair enough. After those derogatory remarks. What did he say? Well, maybe they just don't have the mental capacity to be in upper management. That's what Al Campana said. That's crazy. That did you see him sitting there? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's they didn't crazy. get to his part. That was the debate. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's passed down from generation to generation that this is why so many people are upset about Deion Sanders being a coach. Because like I was talking about on my podcast the other night, Straight Shooting with Stevie Ray, it is so many people that are out of touch with another generation. But Dion isn't because he has sons, and he's always worked with young people. So young people, especially young African Americans, want to play for him. They want to play for him because he identifies with their generation. That's scary, bro. You imagine having a nation full of top athletes in this country that I don't care what kind of scholarship you offer me. I want to go play for Deion Sanders. That's That's the fear that they're talking about. Deion ain't no joke, brother. How often do we see a top athlete, and I'm talking about an all-time great, that is a great coach at the same time? Have you ever seen that? When last time we seen that? Yeah, no, no. When last time we seen that, Raymond I, Berry, maybe. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but I really can't. Like I, mean, I said, Raymond Berry was a Hall of Fame wide receiver, and he took the Patriots to the Super Bowl as a coach. Yeah, but it was like a flash in the pan. It didn't last that long. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. I'm. I'm just saying that's the only one that I can think of. Yeah, was Raymond Berry. A lot of people don't know who Raymond Bear is. Raymond Bear was a Hall of Fame wide receiver with the with the uh, uh, Baltimore Colts back in the day, and he played with Johnny Unanis, another Hall of Famer. Yeah. And at one time, with I think 633 odd catches, he led all-time NFL receptions. But this was years ago. We know it has doubled that since. But that was Raymond Berry. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, you got your you I mean you got your Dusty Bakers, who who was a good player, but yeah. he wasn't he wasn't an MVP caliber right. player. Yeah. But we've seen a lot of them. Yeah. We've seen a lot of the guys that wasn't an all time great. Oh yeah. Be Absolutely. great be great coaches. Absolutely, yeah. But most of the time, all time greats in professional sports. It's hard for them to make the transition Frank, because Frank, of- Frank Robinson, right? Yeah, great one, one of the great. I mean, top twenty-five yeah. baseball plays of all time. Could not right. manage, bro. Could not right. manage the team. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying this is an anomaly. This is something different, bro. And it's a threat to the establishment. It's a threat. Because when a guy got this kind of light on him, if you got a son right now that's 18 years old and he's the top player in Colorado, next year he's going to be begging to go play for Deion Sanders. Yeah. I'm at home. I'm the top player in in the state of Colorado. And I know Deion will let me compete for this job. I'm going right here. Yeah. Especially if a Shiloh is leaving. I mean, not Shiloh, but a Shadur is leaving. Think about that. Yeah. Now, you got people that don't want to go to some of these big-time colleges. Now they want to go play for Coach Prime. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you said, it's scary because you've never seen it before. Right. And what it does, it kills the myth. It kills the myth. Yeah. How many times you see a guy, an African-American coach, gets a sh- job in a Power 5 conference-type school, and once he gets let go, if he don't turn it around in two seconds, once he gets let go, he never gets another shot. Uh, a lot. A lot. He never gets another shot. Never. Zero. And if he does get another shot... It's for a team like the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Bro, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's amazing that you say that because, you know, you, you, especially in baseball, bro, you see so many managers fired and hired, fired and hired. But when you are talking about that minor, minority manager, bro, you're dead on. I've, I've never thought about that before. But not many of them are given a second chance. Exactly. Wow. That's interesting, man. That is what Jimmy the Greek was trying to kill a myth that people want perpetrated because that gives me the right to keep you at a certain level. Yeah. You can play for me, but you will never advance in this business. Yeah. You will never advance in this business. Yeah. It would always be you can pick cotton on the farm, but you ain't living in the house. Yeah. That's, that's it's the old slave mentality, but yeah. people don't want to. That people don't want to look at, but it's there. I don't give a shit. This ain't just a professional sports thing. This is big business all the way around the all the way around the all the way around the way. Yeah. It's like that in so many different areas. You know what I'm saying? The myth of the African American being not as smart as anybody else. But in my book 
of which I am putting together right now, Vince Russo. And you inspired me to do this. I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got a litany. I have a plethora of different things that African-Americans came up with, invented, so on and so forth, that you never even heard of. Yeah. Yeah, Vince. I ain't telling you nothing. The fluff another? I never, you know, I, I never, they, they, they've been very quiet about who invented the fluff and peanut butter, the fluff and other. Well, are you saying it was a black gentleman, Stevie? I'm tired of you making fun of my people. Stevie, I want to ask you this, because listen, you, you, you obviously like, you, we, you know, I, I, you think very highly of Prime. Is he, oh, yeah. the, is he the guy to break through, bro? Will his success at that level change things? What do you think about that? I put it like this, bro. You coming in on the bottom. Right. Absolutely. Rock bottom. Rock you coming bottom. in at rock this bottom. This team, I live in Colorado. This team, they couldn't give tickets away. This team was awful for decades. I haven't heard anything about the Colorado Buffaloes. Since Cordell Stewart played for him. Yes, Van, Big Van Vader. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the last time I heard anything. Yes. You know, Cordell Stewart, Eric Bieniemy, you know, Joey Porter, all these great guys. Yeah. They used to have a hell of a football team. What yeah. happened? Yeah, nothing. Nothing in the last, God, 40 years? I think they say they haven't had a winning record in 16, 17 years. Yeah, well, it's been a or long something like that. They haven't had one since I've been here. I could tell you that. I ain't gonna, yeah, and I think that was maybe six games or something like that. But uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Colorado used to be the Buffaloes used to have a hell of a team back in the day, bro. They put a lot of people in the NFL, you know, over the years, and all of a sudden it just stopped. But yeah. a lot of teams go through that though. When you, you know, the game is changing. Yeah, the NFL is changing. The college football is changing. Everything is changing now with all the streaming and eyes worldwide phenomenon and making money. It's a money game now, Vince. Yeah. It's a money game. That's why your ticket went from $30, $40 to $300. Yep. That's money for everybody. So can he break through these barricades? If anybody can do it, like what I said at the beginning of the season is, if Deion Sanders can win five to six games, it's a successful season, especially with a team like the Colorado Buffaloes, who just won one game out of 12 last year. Yeah. And now with the light on him, losing is not going to be a problem. But as long as they're competitive, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. There's light. If he can win six games this year, well, that's eight, nine games next year. And with all these people that want to come to, you know, everybody talking about the transfer portal and this, that, and the other, just like Deion Sanders said, this ain't nothing but free agency in college football. Yeah. And if you're a free agent, Vince, you can go where you want. So if top talent wants to come to Dion, especially top African-American talent, Somebody going to have hell to pay. They can't get nothing but better if he's the coach 
we profess him to be. Yeah. What about that? What about that? Yeah. Because when I'm, you're winning, brother, you can't do no wrong. Yeah, I'm just hoping, bro. I got, I got this feeling, man. I just I hope he hangs around for a while. Well, Vince, you know let saying? me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. He's getting a shine. I'm going to use terms of which we use in professional wrestling. Yeah. He's getting a shine. He's getting a big push. And at the end of the day, everybody's making money from it. Don't let him be successful because you already know what the next step is going to be. You already know. The next step is what? NFL. There it is. Yeah. Uh, you already know this. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I'm already thinking about this. I'm already thinking of, man, how long are we going to have him? I'm already thinking of that. You said you had something to say about the NFL. What did you want to say? I don't want you to forget. No, no, no. Going off the Jimmy the Greek thing. Right. And this is what proves what, I, what people don't want to talk about. You know I'm the kind of person that likes to talk about what people are afraid to talk about. Right. You know that. Yeah. That's why they do the show. You know I don't care about the backlash because your backlash, your backlash is based on ignorance. Right. Okay? And your emotions. It's never based on your intellect because when people sit down with Stevie Ray, they see what's up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ain't no joke, bro. And when I talk about something, I know what I'm talking about. And that's why I get offended when people approach me with things when they're dealing with their emotions and not the intellect. Just like this, before I get into this, this week or last week, week before, I, I, you remember the big brawl in uh, Alabama on the yeah. pier? Yeah, yeah. Okay. People were making memes about it, this, that, and the other. And a person, people were making a meme about the guy that was swinging the chair. And they had the uh, professional wrestling uh, Jim Ross commentary behind it. Did you see that? I did not see that. <laughs> I did not see that. Uh, oh, my, oh, my God. Rock bottom, rock bottom. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> bro, we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be laughing at that, but that's. I funny. mean, I'm sorry, dog. It was funny, man. I mean, yeah. I know I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah. But the way some of these people, these people should be editors in Hollywood. Yeah. Like some of these people that put some of this stuff together. Uh, so somebody had, it was one trending, so I reposted it and stuff like that. And then. Everybody was making comments and stuff like that, but nothing derogatory or nothing like that because we all know what happened. We all know how it got started. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, with the, with the, like I told you, one conversation I had with God about, he was talking about don't be race baiting. And I'm like, I never said the word, you know, uh, white privilege. What I said was, I don't know if these people felt, you know, ordained to do what they did. Privilege to do this. I use a lot of different words. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? For yeah. six guys to jump, six white guys to jump on one black guy. Right. Okay. And this guy's a person of authority because he has a uniform on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So what else would it be deemed as if right. you're just looking at it from a visual point of view? What else would it be deemed as? Right. But I never went there. I'm just saying, I don't know what you're thinking. Okay, 
So one guy was talking about, hey, man, don't be race baiting, you know, with white privilege. I never said the word white privilege. I said privileged. Yeah. To have said you can park your for Vince Russo. I take a I take a page out of Vince Russo and what he would do, you know, just just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. Yeah, I know you. Just because Vince is a big time writer for a big time wrestling company. He making good money, go buy his Maserati, and then go park it in front of the restaurant, throw the keys to the dudes, hey, man, park my car. And dude like, hey, brother, I don't park cars. Well, you look like you park cars to me. That's what Vince going to tell him. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and, park, and, and, and just park your car in front of the restaurant and go in and eat like it ain't nothing. Well, Vince, you can't park your boat. What a big boat supposed to park to get the people off and get the new people on so we can go make this money. What is about that that you don't understand, Vince? I, I had nothing to do with it. Bro, I just gave the black man credit for the fluff another. What, 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 what else more do you want? I mean, why are you dragging me into this, bro? Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're just saying. Uh, I'm using you as an analogy because I know you've done this before down in Colorado. Go park your big four-wheel drive in front of the restaurant. Ain't no parking spots here, baby. You mind moving your shit? Huh? <laughs> You mind? Uh, is that what you do? But anyway, that is what I was talking about. If you know on a pier, the big boat parks here, why would you park there? And they're circling around waiting for you to park. We got to get these people off here because other people done paid. You know what I'm saying? This is business. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. So why would you do that? So that is what I'm chronicling, yeah. not the fight itself. Why would you dispute with someone telling you, brother, we come on, man. We, you know, I'm working right now, Vince. Right. right. Yep. That's all I'm saying. So I got into it with that guy about so on and so forth. But this other guy on the meme that I posted, he said, well, this is reverse racism. I'm like, well, first I'm like, so I hit him back. A couple other people made comments to him, but I hit him back and said, "Hey, brother, will you please explain to me what the hell is yeah, reverse that, racism?" That's, that's what I want to know. What, what what's he talking about? You know what I'm saying? So I sent him a message telling me, "Hey, man, don't come on my memes, you know, inciting, you know, that kind of ver- using that kind of verbiage to incite people because I think it's bullshit." You know what I'm saying? Don't come on and talk about. And I say, "Why you edit? Why don't you ex- since you're so smart? Why don't you edify me on what reverse racism is?" This is what I'm talking, and he wouldn't do it. This is what I'm talking about when I say a lot of people. How many times you heard me on this show? People talk about race as if they know what they're talking about. Right, right. And I said on this show many times, just because a person is of African-American background still doesn't mean they know how to verbalize and talk about and elocute what racism defines, okay? It's bigger than what people think it is. So that's why I like doing the show. But be that as it may, let's get back to the Greek. Your boy, the Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Have you ever heard of uh, Have you ever heard of Jim Trotter? Jim Trotter, I have not. Brian Trotter, you probably have a Jim- Brian Trotter here, the New York Islanders. You getting them confused? No, no. I don't know. No, ain't getting rid of no Brian Trottier, who who, who probably hitting. 235. Was, I, was he hitting? No, he was a great hockey player, man, for the Islanders. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, no, Jim Trotter. Jim Trotter's been, he's an NFL reporter. 
and he's been the NFL reporter working on the NFL network and working with the NFL. Okay. Media, the media side of NFL for years. Guy been on, you see him on ESPN sometimes, you see him on Fox, you see him on a lot of stuff, but especially okay. on the NFL network and stuff like that. Jim right. Trotter. For the last couple of years, Jim Trotter, when they do their yearly uh, uh, press conference with the NFL, uh, has asked Roger Goodell last year and asked him again this year. As long as he's been working for the NFL, he has, and Jim, and Jim Trotter asked Roger Goodell, as long as he's been working with the NFL and the media side, he has never seen anyone of color in the upper echelon of the NFL. So you're he like, says, are, you, are you talking league office or individual yeah. league office? Okay. Right, right. And he said, but you have come out here two years in a row and addressed that they were going to address these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were going to address it. And he had, they had the same press conference this year. And, you know, at, you know Roger Goodell, who was a attorney by trade, you know what I'm saying? He knows how to use his words, just that and the other. Right. So Trotter gets released from his contract. Now, when is, con- is, is Trotter a black man or a white man? He's a black guy. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. He was talking yes, about really- what he brought up was diversity. Right. Right. Because, you right. know, the NFL is always preaching diversity. Right. Okay. You know, we've, we've seen the thing with the coaches. You know, we've seen the Rooney rule mm-hmm. where you, you know what I'm saying? We've seen the teams get around the Rooney rule. Right. Okay. We've so, so, so on and so forth. But be that as it may, you've seen Brian, Brian Flores bring up a lawsuit. That was that last year. Okay. Yeah. Former coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins and yeah. former uh, assistant coach with the New England Patriots. Yeah who now is on the defense with my Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Okay? He brought up a discrimination lawsuit last year. Well, Jim Trotter just brought up a lawsuit against the NFL. They didn't renew his contract. And he said it's based on oh, racial discrimination. I have not heard about this. Yeah. Now, because he said, well, I, I mean... So let me let, let me let me back he's, up. A he's, second. he's been around for a while. You he's been around for a while. Okay, all right. He's been around for a while. Okay. Okay. With all that being said, Roger Goodell yesterday was on first take and did a sit down with Stephen A. Smith about a, different things going on in the NFL, so on and so forth. And then they threw this part in. Okay, they threw this in with a few other subjects. Well, let me ask you this. When do Roger Goodell sit down with anybody at ESPN? Never. Wouldn't these things that Stephen A. Smith brought up and that was dressed on that sit down, wouldn't that happen before the season? You know, like going going into the season before the first game? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Then all of a sudden, when this lawsuit is... Levy, here comes at uh, Roger Goodell to do a sit-down on ESPN, and didn't nobody even know he was going to be on there. How'd that work? 
That, that happens all the time, man. Now, see, all you can't fool you can't fool no Ray Dog. And who do they go to to be the buffer? Stephen K. Smith. Yes, you did. And you've talked about that forever. You you yes. talked about that forever. Wow, bro. Stevie. I can't make this up, Vince. I can't make it up. So so so, let me hold ask. on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. Go ahead. You can, I just want to. I, I want to ask. I want to ask. What was the question and what was the answer? But go ahead. Well, when he got to you, talking to Jim Trotter, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we you know a lot of you know a lot of things that are going on here at ESPN. We know a lot of changes are being made, and a lot of changes are being made in the NFL. Also, blah blah blah. A fifteen to twenty billion dollar company. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really? Oh, and you can't pay one reporter's salary? That's what I would have asked. No. You know, where, where are the cutbacks? Anybody else on that list? Because yeah, they showed 40 different people. And then they showed all the owners. They showed all the upper echelon. Then they showed all the owners. Other than Shaq Khan, there's nobody of color. God, man, that's unbelievable in 2023, bro. Okay, well, I ain't, I ain't finished. Oh, Ray Dog, you know what I'm saying? I am a investigative reporter. This is what I used to do on the radio when I used now, to shut him up. Now, hold on. Didn't Roger Goodell once say, now, I think he said this. I had, I had heard this. Maybe you can confirm it. What's that? I heard him say once that uh, Lovey Howell was a better coach than Lovey Smith. Is that true? <laughs> Did he say that, Stevie, or was that just a rumor? Was that just a because that's very racist, in my opinion. That that you, you're going to say Lovey Howell was a better coach. Than <laughs> hey, Stevie, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Break this scoop. Go ahead, this investigative uh, r- report. Go ahead, Stevie. Go ahead. What, what are we? What else can we find now? Go ahead. Hey man, you shouldn't be talking about Lovey Smith like that, dog. I apologize to Lovey you know, and his family. And his you family. seen how they did Lovey right here in Houston? I yeah, I know. I see you. Come on. What else do you got now? So go ahead. Oh, so, yeah, bro, the season's going to start. Everybody's paying attention to the season. We're going to have this little interview over here that nobody's paying attention. Yeah. It happens all the time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, mis- man. You know what it's called, Stevie, in the business? A misdirection. It's a misdirection. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. definitely. I yeah. agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh his contract wasn't renewed, man. Even though several times he talked to him about diversity in the NFL. Wow. Okay. Then he came out and, and printed this. Printed this yesterday. Certain things that he's heard owners and stuff like that say about certain things. Okay. Jim Trotter is the real deal. The guy have received several awards and stuff like that for his yeah. journalism work. You know, and he's a sharp guy. I've been looking at him for years. Terry Pagula, who's the owner of the Buffalo Bills. Okay. This is what he said about this guy, that he heard him say this and he quoted it. That Terry Pagula said, if black players don't like, don't, don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how it is there. This is a recent quote. A recent- I, don't, I don't know when this – this came down when they were doing the protests, okay, when a lot of players were kneeling. Yeah. 
That's what he heard. He heard this with his own ears. Yeah. But a lot of stuff, he took it to his supervisors and different. nothing was ever done. Welch did. I'll read it again. If black players don't like it here, because, you know, people were kneeling. Yeah. Yeah. They should go back to Africa and see how bad it is there. God, man, that's wow. They come out and said, you know, he never said that, you know, it was misconstrued, whatever. Then he said, Jerry Jones, Mr. Plantation on himself. I've been telling people this for a zillion years. That's why one reason I don't like the Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> Jerry Jones said, because people were talking about, you know, positions, you know, like coaching and, and so on and so forth for the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones said, if blacks feel some kind of way, they should, excuse me, buy their own team <laughs> and hire who they want to hire. God, man, that's... Well, you think about those quotes, bro. These are NFL owners. That are still in those positions, by the way. Unreal, man. What was Jimmy the Greek talking about when he said, and this is why I put the two together. Remember Jimmy the Greek said, if they take over coaching, the only thing will be left for the white guy is a couple of coaching jobs. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. So they've done everything, they've, everything they can to keep what? The black guy from coaching. Yep. Jimmy the Greek said this 30 years ago. Wow, man. Wow. Now, that's two NFL owners right there. So, in essence, what I've been telling people for years, the NFL is great entertainment, great sport, great competition, this, that, and the other. But they ain't no different than nobody else, bro. You still got a lot of old guys that believe in yesterday. And it's going to always be their way. I'm sorry. You've seen the... You've seen the guys like Andy Reid and a few others that said, hey, brother, if they want to kneel, let them kneel. I just need their ass playing when the game starts. Right, right. Well, it, didn't, it didn't bother him. Right, yep. You know, and some of the other coaches, you know what I'm saying? They was like, Jerry Jones said, if any of my players kneel, they're fired. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. So we're mm. going we're gonna to keep track. We're going to keep track of this lawsuit, and I know they tried to scave over it yesterday. Stephen A. brought up the only three black coaches, or one guy identifies as black. I don't know who he was talking about. The guy with the Dolphins, maybe? I think he's like half black or something, or was raised, yeah. by, raised by a black family like, like the guy in the cartoon with the cavemen or something like that. I don't know. You know. Steve Martin, the jerk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you identify with a black people? I mean, I I'll never forget the opening the opening line of that movie. I was born a I was raised a poor black man. <laughs> right off the bat, they got me. Right off the well, back in back in that time. Hold on, dog. Yeah. You remember when that movie came out? Yes. Was that the funniest movie you ever seen in your life, bro? Do you know I interview? I think it's Carl Carl Gottridge. Carl, I think that's his name. Carl Gottridge. Bro, I interviewed the guy who wrote that movie with Steve Martin. I really? interviewed him. Yeah, wow. He, he 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 wrote the screenplay for Jaws. Call oh, Gollum. okay. Call Gollum. Bro, he told me about this. 
He told me him and Steve Martin, bro, they were in a room for a week and did not know that they're writing that they're writing the jerk. They know the premise. They know what they want to do. They don't know where to start. (laughs) So, bro, Steve Martin, like, totally kidding around, throws out there, well, how about we start with, I was born a a poor black, and that's what they wound up going with, bro. That's what they wound up using. Tremendous, man. Yeah. Man, that movie, when it came out, Um, made my, it, because when I seen the, you know when I used to do the promotion for it, the jerk. Yeah. And you yeah. see, I didn't know, you know, what it was about 100%. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, my my stomach. I'm still thinking about that. I haven't seen it in years. Uh, what a uh, funny movie, bro. Was Golly. That was yeah. it. Steve, you got to keep us keep us posted on this story. I will. Yeah, I want to see what, what happens with this story. I'm just seeing how all of this stuff ties in with everything we were talking about today right. as exactly. it pertains to college football, Deion Sanders, and so on and so forth, and people just don't get the big picture, bro. Yeah, man. They just yeah, don't no. get it. Yeah. And going back to what you was talking about with the Negro Leagues and all that, yes. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you see something start to prosper, take away from it, and it'll die. Yeah. Because those schools don't have the resources, resources yeah. and the backers that some of these big schools have. They yeah. don't have it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Amazing. All right. Well, let's hope Lovey gets another job in the NFL. You know? Man, I tried to tell the Texans don't hire Lovey. <laughs> I tried to tell them that, bro. Love I you. like Lovey. Yeah. But, man, come on, man. The Texans need. So, where they go? They go from uh, uh, Collier, I think his name was. Collie. And that guy was actually turning the team around. But he wasn't nothing but a buffer. To make it look like, well, we better get a black coach and put him out here. Mm. <laughs> after the after the owner after the owner had said something about you know the the inmates running the asylum. Oh, we better get a black coach to shut that down. Mm. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> they ain't fooling me, Vince. They ain't fooling me, baby. Trying to get the heat on my man. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, oh, coast clear. You're fired. Get out of here. You know <laughs> Come on, man. Call you like, what? You know, now call you can't get another job in the, in the league no more. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right, listen. <laughs> it is what it is. What's going on with Stevie Ray TV, man? That's still rolling. What's happening? Stevie Ray TV is still going strong, man. You know, like I told everybody, I'm working on a few other things right now, and I haven't had a chance to book any guests for the show, but I'm going to start, especially since the summertime is over now, brother. The summertime has just been killing me. And uh, I just got through writing a chapter uh, that I got to send over to my boy, David, and uh, we're going to be putting together another big synopsis for uh, the company in Canada. So, just got that out the way because I've been in a funk because, like I told you, a couple of friends of mine died and stuff like that, and been going through all of that. But uh, I'm back. I'm back now, man. I got. I'm. I'm. You can see my spirit right now, bro. Oh God! Can you no, see the spirit? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, can you see the spirit, man, right, bro? Yes. yes. Yeah. So I'm. 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 I'm feeling good, Vince. I'm feeling That's good. good feeling prosperous. I am ready to go. I'm ready, baby. Put me in, Coach. You oh, remember the song? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, center field. Hold on. Ready, ready, Stevie. 
Tonight is going to be on like a steaming pot of Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what. <laughs> Stevie, by the way, listen. You also send me, uh, you know, you also send me another clip during the week. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the Disco Inferno. I wanted you to tell me who that dude was, man. Oh, I, I, I thought it was the Disco Inferno. Disco. Disco would pay his last buck. To dance like that white boy. <laughs> Did you see the moves? I love that. I, bro, that video. Did you see the moves? Yeah, that video popped me huge. <laughs> that popped me huge. Tremendous, man. Oh, my that God. That dude could get that. Did you hear that voice? Yes, yes. I remember that song, but I was like, I remember this song, but I didn't know that's who sang it. I didn't either. I had no idea. To I had no idea. Yeah, that was phenomenal, man. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know where that came from, but I was watching it and I was like, what is this? And then I started hearing the song. I said, hey, I remember that song. Yeah. And I seen the guy dancing <laughs> while, the girl was, while the girl was singing. He was <laughs> doing his thing. And I was like, who's this dude? Is this Denny, Denny Terrio? Denny? Was that Denny? Yes. Oh, my God. Tremendous. You remember Denny? Of course I do. He taught Man. he, he taught uh, Travolta everything he needed to know for Saturday Night Fever. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Man, absolutely, yeah. But I know Denny from Dance Fever. Yeah, Dance Fever, absolutely. With mo- yeah. with motion. Yes, yeah. Remember motion? Yeah. Oh my absolutely. god. Absolutely. Yeah. Boy, those some good. Those some good days, man. Oh, those are. Oh good my days. goodness, man. Those are the good days. <laughs> All right, everybody. Great show, man. We covered a lot of ground. I didn't get. I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it here. I didn't get to the uh, the ten year old kid who peed in the park getting arrested. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. That, that really don't go with the theme that we have today. No, it didn't. But it's a, it's an interesting story. We'll get. Oh to yeah, that. and I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna have to go yeah. pull. I'm gonna go look it up. I'm gonna look it up tonight. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the URL. I'll send it. to okay. you. and I'll send you the URL to Devon too. Oh yeah, we didn't get into that either. We'll talk about both of those next week. Got it. All right. All right, everybody. That is it. Black and white for me and Stevie Ray, man. Thanks for tuning in, bro. Uh, listen, man, if you could find a job out there for Lovey Howell. Uh, <laughs> she's very good on the sidelines. Not too good in the locker room, uh, but very good. If there are any openings, please let Stevie Ray know, and he'll, he'll, he'll pass the message along. That is it, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>